the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening, America. My name is Julio Rivera. I'm not 5'2", and I'm not blonde, uh, but I am uh, filling in right now temporarily for our great host, Andrea Kay. Uh, she'll be joining us shortly. It's that darn New York City traffic. Um, but so many things that are on the table tonight to discuss. Um, you know, this Omarosa thing, Omarosa thing, is getting a little out of control. Um you know, Donald Trump is talking about he wants Omarosa arrested, and I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, we've got to think about this for a minute. She's walking through the White House in some of the more secure intelligence areas in the entire country, walking around with a recording device. I mean, this is unprecedented in the history of the executive office. You know, to have somebody just walking around wearing a wire, you know, and if there's ever been anyone who was a shameless self-promoter willing to do anything to advance her agenda, we've got to say it's Omarosa. You know, a, a crazy story came out um, that actually I shared on social media and was getting a lot of buzz was this story about how Omarosa approached Piers Morgan, in an attempt to, I guess, sleep her way to a victory on The Apprentice? I've never heard of such a thing. You know, I mean, other than, you know, watching, you know, what happens in corporate America, you get women that sleep, you know, the way from the bottom to the middle. Some women sleep all the way, their way all the way up to the top. But why would you do some such a brazen it makes such a brazen advance towards someone, you know? I mean, that's somebody that wants to be, I guess, objectified in a sense. Like, she wants to use the fact that she's a woman. Uh, you know, she wants to try to, I guess, you know, it, it, advance herself using the fact that she's a woman, taking advantage of whatever she, whatever gifts she has naturally, I guess, that she was born with as a woman. I don't know. I mean, aren't women, isn't feminism about being judged for the content of your character, that you deserve an equal shot if you have equal talent to anyone that's there? I mean, uh, listen, first of all, this is what I'm going to say about Trump. He made the mistake of hiring her. He certainly did, and he needs to own that and wear that. But, I mean, I've never seen such a, such a backstab as what we're seeing right now uh, with Omar Rosa. You know, Omarosa's publisher actually thinks that the Trump campaign's, uh, you know, threat 
to, uh, you know, have her arrested or that he'd like to have her arrested is an attempt to stifle criticism, you know, against him. I mean, how does how is he the bad guy in any of this? You know, you got somebody out running around writing a book. I'm sure there's a non-disclosure agreement that was violated somewhere here. It, it would have to be. How could you take a job at the White House and go ahead and do what Omarosa has done and not face something? I mean, I, I think that the federal government should immediately issue a subpoena for any recordings that were taken of upper-level White House staff taken in the most sensitive areas of the White House. You know, it's funny how they'll bang down Paul Manafort's door in the middle of the night, guns a-blazing. But Omarosa, I mean, so far has not been touched in any of this. I mean, where, where's Robert Mueller right now as far as, you know, if you're trying to defend the integrity of the security of American information, walking around with a recording device. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, so many other things to talk about. Listen, we're talking about tonight the military parade. That's a big story. Um, it's gone up uh, quite a bit as far as it's, you know, the value of it. It was originally supposed to be $12 million. You know, uh, we're, we're looking at closer to $800 million. Um, the Pentagon right now looks like they're delaying the Veterans Parade until at least 2019. This is according to uh, the most breaking news that we have. Speaking Total of breaking news. I'm sorry. Oh, she's there. I'm here. Speaking of breaking news. by the host of the show. <laughs> Donuts and Dynamites arrived in the studio. Actually, I got here a few minutes ago, but you know how it is. It takes you a few minutes to get in and get settled and, and get all the technology working. So, yes, I am here, Andrea Kay, doing uh, my last, my final show here from New York City. And I got to tell you, Julio Rivera, the conserver Rican, thank you so much for uh, kicking the show off uh, tonight. Um, and if you're just tuning in, and this is the Andrea K. Show, Dynamite and Address, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy like I do every night from 6 to 7 p.m. And your drive time in San Diego in the AM 1170, The Answer Studios. And joining me as always is the man, the myth, the legend, DJ Carrot Sticks. Welcome. I'm DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad DJ Carrot I'm glad I made it, too, and I'm glad that my buddy Julio's on the line, and we can just, like, launch right into it. Uh, but if you would like to be a part of the show with me and Julio tonight, it's 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. After the first break coming up, but we're going to have uh, Sydney Powell's going to be back with us. You know her. You know, she wrote the book on the corruption of the FBI and the Department of Justice. And the Manafort jury is out deliberating. We're on verdict watch. And they actually posed some interesting questions to the judge today. So I'm curious to see what Miss Sydney has to say about that. Um, but uh, getting jumping right back into what you were talking about, Julio. First of all, you were talking about that Amarojo Hosa. Mm-hmm. Amarojo Hosa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's t- let's talk a little bit about her. I want I want to piggyback on that because there were uh, audio tapes that were released today about uh, involving is it Lara or Lara Trump and uh, wife Lara of Trump, yeah. Lara, wife of Eric. And you can hear in the tapes that basically what's happened is the the first audio tape that was released was a conversation with her and President Trump where he's like, "What what am I hearing? You're fired. You're gone." 
I mean, he was he was bombed, even though this is a woman that was a nightmare to work with. She was fired four times in the Clinton administration. He had to get rid of her uh, and The Apprentice. I mean, she's a nightmare, but he's still got a big heart. Right, Julio? So he's like bummed that she's been canned. So, you know, then this tape comes out today where basically the Trump family and the Trump campaign wanted to, you know, give the gal another gig, you know, because they like her personally. You know, I mean, what a big hearted family. And and she's taping them. Yeah, I mean, it just shows how some people are so ruthless and just really have no scruples, like willing to do anything to advance themselves. Like, listen, don't 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 get it twisted. Her book publisher, you know, this was probably these seeds were sown a long time before. As soon as she got in on the campaign, you know, her most recent endeavor with the Trump family and then transitioning into working in the White House, I'm sure that this book deal and these publishers were in her ear telling her that, you know, what's the best way to promote this book? There's so much anti-Trump backlash in this country. You know, these tapes, unfortunately, even though they they really don't prove anything negative against the Trump family, it just proves, you know, what a, you know, what Omarosa is for stabbing them in the back. But of course, it's going to dominate the news headlines. Books come out every Tuesday. This all this stuff started sprouting out on Monday, and I'm sure she's probably going to hit near the top of the New York Times bestseller list just based on all this controversy. I don't know. You think anybody's going to buy that book? I mean, with, with what she's revealing, first of all, you know, she is not a, a beloved character. She's not coming out of an administration on, it's not like she's Tommy Franks coming out of the Bush administration who, you know, led the, a victory in Iraq, at least at the time. You know, I mean, this is a woman that, that really is, you know, it's, she's not a beloved character. Uh, she doesn't have any character. She has no integrity. Nobody liked her on The Apprentice. I mean, basically her claim to fame is just to be, you know, a, a snark not nice person. That's really what her celebrity was all about. Um, so I don't know that anybody's really going to buy the book, and particularly with what she's revealed is like a, a nothing burger. Um, but, you know, I, I tell you to shift gears, though, uh, I, and I do think um, that it was a mistake for them to have anything to you know further to do with her. If she is such a nightmare, you know, cut your losses. Stop being kind to somebody who's not kind to you. Uh, she is a scorpion and she's just going to bite because that's what she does. But I got to shift gears because somebody else aggravated me even more today julio and usually i am and you were talking about the military parade usually i'm somebody i'm the daughter to marines i love the military i appreciate so much anybody with their service but this admiral who came out today with some scathing admiral mick you know jerk face i don't even know what his name is um you know it was absolutely uncalled for for him to tarnish his reputation, by the way, and his service, in my opinion, this admiral, when he comes out with some scathing letter against Donald Trump on behalf of John Brennan, uh, uh, this admiral guy saying that he was uh, take revoke my clearance to President Trump because John Brennan is one of the greatest uh, patriots in this country's history, and he's a person of impeccable character. All that admiral did was make me think, not think more of John Brennan. He made me think less of him as an admiral. So yes, please, Donald Trump, please remove that man's, please revoke his security clearance because that, I had to even get to the the rank of admiral because I, I thought you had to have some brains to get to the rank of admiral. How could anybody who's got any sense, 
uh, and, and who actually loves this Constitution could consider John Brennan a hero or a patriot in this country when he lied before Congress about the use of propaganda that was paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC to interfere with our election and to launch a coup attempt. This is the greatest abuse of power in the history of this country, Julio. John Brennan yeah, should have had he should have had a security clearance actually revoked when he went to a terrorist organization, an unindicted co-conspirator to the Holy Land Foundation trial and went to them as the head of the CIA and said, I'm not here to investigate you. I'm here as a friend. When you are the head of the CIA and you're a friend to a, a, a group that's involved with terrorism, you, you're not a hero or patriot to me. Exactly. His quote, one of his quotes, um, were very controversial today is, he is a man of unparalleled integrity, whose honesty and character have never been in question, except by those who don't know him. <sighs> this is kind of this is crazy stuff coming out from McRaven in his Washington Post piece. It's actually retired Navy Admiral William McRaven, who we're talking about here. Listen, as far as Brennan, he was the CIA director that kind of oversaw. And if you want to call him an enabler, I don't think that that's far from reality of, you know, all the lawlessness of the previous administration. All these things that happened, happened under his watch, you know, ultimately as CIA director. So he's culpable. Yeah. This I think what I would we like to call this conspiracy to try to delegitimize the victory of Donald Trump in 2016, the uh, conspiracy to give 20 percent or whatever it was of our uranium stockpile to the Russians, you know. Yeah. Uh, Listen, all this stuff. I mean, this, yeah. this, this is, uh, why are these guys, I, I look at it like this. I think that all these guys have dirt on each other, and that's the reason why they pull together to kind of have each other's backs, because they know that the jig is up under Trump. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if they all have some have dirt on each other. And I think a lot of them are just uh, corrupted with power. And uh, they that like McRaven can yammer about uh, love of the Constitution. But really, it's about love of state and it's about love of institutions at this point when people have been in, in these government positions and they're and they're not used to being held accountable for anything. They're used to being able to behave any way they want and get away with whatever they want. While we little people, the taxpayers have to, you know, are, are subject uh, to the rule of law. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Sidney Powell um, because, uh, you know, there are real lives that get destroyed with abuse of power in this country. And, And when we have an FBI and a DOJ that's been weaponized against people for for political speech. We get, we've got a real problem in this country in terms of our Constitution being trampled, McRaven, and it's not been done by Trump. That is the beautiful velvet voice of Aretha Franklin. Rest in peace, uh, Queen of Soul, Soul Sister. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. AM 1170, The Answer. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. As America's students go back to school this month, America's schools need to go back to civic education. Our schools are awash in political concerns, from guns to immigration to bathrooms even. But it's not clear that students have a good understanding of politics, history, and civics. In the last round of national testing, a pitiful 18% were proficient in history, 23% in government. And these are the future leaders of our republic. With the emphasis on math and science and pervasive political correctness, schools are not teaching basic civics. Both instructional time and testing of government and history are down. A few states are beginning to act, adding civic education courses and testing. But more must be done. Preparing students to become good citizens and voters is more important than ever. And that requires a major commitment to civic education. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book, On the Mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Mm, 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 mm. 
Y'all know I love me uh, some R&B and some soul music, and it just doesn't get any better uh, than uh, the great, wonderful Aretha Franklin. And just, I, I, I think she had like 100 uh, Billboard Top 40 hits. 18 Grammys, I think it was. Just an, just an extraordinary career. She and sold just 75 million albums. No way. 75 million. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I, gotta, I was thinking today what, what my favorite Aretha Franklin song might be. It might be Pink Cadillac. I think that may be my favorite. Uh, joining me now is a fan favorite of the Andrea K. Show, uh, the woman who wrote the book literally on the corruption in the Department of Justice. The book is Licensed to Lie. She's also got a great website called Creeps on a Mission. And there's a whole lot of creeps creeping out of D.C. and involved in the abuse of power. And the Manafort case is we're on verdict watch. And some interesting uh, developments came out today. And Sydney Powell joins me now to discuss. Hi, Sydney. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being here as always. Uh, first of all, are you a Aretha Franklin fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, your favorite song of hers? Oh, uh, that would be too hard to choose. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, I love that. There's anything she did that I didn't like. <laughs> oh, I know, right? And how cute was she in the Blues Brothers movie? Just darling. Um, so uh, the Manafort trial, verdict watch. Uh, first thing, uh, my first question to you is, did you agree with the defense strategy to basically not put on a defense? Uh, well, if I'd been there in the courtroom, I would know better. But uh, those are very good lawyers, so I think that could be a, an excellent call here. I see nothing wrong with trying to hold the prosecutors to their burden of proof. I mean, burden of yeah. proof beyond a reasonable doubt is a very serious burden. Juries need to take it even more seriously than they do. It should be well, extremely difficult to meet that burden of proof. And as I said on the Lou Dobbs show the other night, a single juror can stop an unjust conviction as long as they hold out for a not guilty verdict on every count. And they can do that for any reason they deem within their common sense and reason to do so. So if well, they, they see it as a political prosecution, they could sit there and say, I'm not I'm not voting to convict this guy. Not to mention he's facing a whole nother trial and a whole nother indictment in a few weeks. It's not like they don't have something to choose from. Yeah, I mean, they've really been piling on here. I don't know how anybody could be on that jury and not really understand that this is, you know, a political uh, game being played here. And what I thought was interesting was the jury instructions. No, actually, I don't No, It was a closing argument by the prosecutors who were like, look, our star witness. Yeah, um, it's clear that he's not honest. It's clear that he doesn't have good character and integrity. You don't have to believe him to believe and his story. I don't lied to and stole from the person he's testifying against. He's yeah, Manafort. Yeah, and and, and they, they gave the, him probation. I mean, yeah. it's, it's absolutely an untenable position. There's no way somebody who did all those things should get probation just to give testimony against the next person up. And it, it, there's nothing fair about that at all. No, it's not. And 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 if the, if there is anybody, and I I wasn't uh, I didn't really pay attention to the jury selection process. I don't know if if there was. Uh, I would be curious to know uh, some of the questioning in, in the. I guess it's a questionnaire, oh, right? Not that, much. I mean, if they get three minutes per juror, it's extraordinary. And in federal court, the defense. I mean, the lawyers don't get to ask questions; only the judge does. So it's a very perfunctory process for selecting a jury these days. 
Well, and, you know, so I have to believe that there's at least a few on that jury that get the the story, know what's going on here. And are, are I would I'm I'm hoping there's just one that knows. And I don't even know. Manafort might have committed crimes, but he's only being prosecuted right now because of his association with Trump. And that should trouble every American, because if this can be done to Manafort, if he can be prosecuted for political reasons, no, Hillary Clinton, even though she broke the law uh, countless ways she wasn't her home wasn't raided at four o'clock in the morning and dragged out of bed in fact she still has not faced any any repercussions whatsoever for her crimes just one alone the deleting the deleting thirty three thousand pieces of government property under subpoena should have landed her in jail and should have gotten her indicted i'm hoping there's at least one person on the jury that's going to hold out but 18 counts they got to they got to be willing to do it 18 times i'm hoping they actually acquit and say a message to Mueller that this kind of political prosecution will not be tolerated in this country. Yeah, um, they did pose some questions today to the judge, uh, at least one question. It had to do with reasonable doubt. Uh, I see that as a good sign. How do you see that? Or is it just still too hard to tell? No, I think that's a good sign. It's very early in the process for that long a trial. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if the jury were out, you know, four or five days. Yeah. In a in your experience, in a case that's considered, I heard a term documentary today, that most of the evidence is really documented. It's not, you know, even though they, they brought this Gates character out there, uh, juries, it, it, this can be sophisticated content and sophisticated evidence. In your experience, is is that easier than to get a conviction or harder when you've got juries trying to sift through evidence that they probably don't understand? I think in a lot of ways it's harder. And Gates is key to a conspiracy conviction surviving at all, so I'm not sure that a conspiracy conviction could survive. And if I remember correctly, they charged us something called that they called a conspiracy against the United States, which is a bunch of hoopla. I've never heard of that as an separate crime in my life it's always a conspiracy to violate one of the other laws of the united states not just a conspiracy to defraud the united states i mean that's that's bizarre right because it's it's supposed to be connected to an actual crime because otherwise you know you and i can sit and conspire all day long um to tether it i mean the, the intent element is supposed to come from whatever statute you're conspiring to violate so it's really just this untethered, amorphous thing that these guys have put together as Andrew Weissman is so creative for coming up with creative indictments like he did in the Arthur Anderson case and in the Merrill Lynch case I talk about in License to Lie. This guy makes stuff up out of thin air all the time, law and fact. And it's astounding that that uh, that he's not only on part of the investigative team, but that he's actually even got a license to practice law, Sydney. That's how egregious these people are that are involved here. And it's disturbing to me that so many Americans don't get it, Sydney. They don't get what a, a threat this is to our nation when we have our court systems, we have the FBI and the DOJ weaponized against Americans for politics. How do we get that yeah. across, how, how important this is? Well, sometimes, you know, it doesn't, they don't believe it until it knocks on their door. But like you said, if they can do that to people like Manafort and former Senator Ted Stevens and the Merrill Lynch executives who had all the benefits in the world and good counsel and everything else, they can do it to anybody they want to. I mean, imagine what happens to the rest of us 
that yeah. cross the paths of somebody who wants to destroy our lives and our families and our futures. And a lot of times uh, you will hear people say, well, they pleaded, or I don't know if it's pleaded or pled guilty. They pleaded guilty. Well, you, they can they can coerce uh, a guilty plea in a, oh, in a yeah. bargaining arrangement from an innocent person. No problem at all, especially if they offer a deal like they offered to Gates, where he walks for whatever he says about Manafort. I mean, he didn't want to spend the last rest of his life in prison. That's incentive beyond anybody's capacity to understand who hasn't been in prison themselves. And look at General Flynn. I mean, they threatened to indict his son. He already lost his house. I mean, he had nothing left to fight with. Just go read Judge Jed Rakoff's article, Why the Innocent Plead Guilty, to understand probably 10% of our prison population is, is not guilty, but they pled guilty. They had and no what, choice. They felt like he, they had no choice. There are people that have been exonerated by the Innocence Project who have spent decades in prison on a guilty plea when they weren't guilty because they didn't know what else to do and didn't have any hope and didn't see any way out. Yeah. You know, um, what's also shocking to me, you're talking about Flynn's lost his home and and Manafort's, he and his family have been destroyed. Uh, Meanwhile, Peter Strzok starts a GoFundMe oh, yeah. at like three hundred thousand dollars in twenty four twenty four hours. I mean, who are these people out there that are willing to to uh, give money to a man who who's corrupt, covered up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, and then committed, committed crimes crimes himself again? That is a true conspiracy against the United States that there were such a thing. And so for him to start a GoFundMe, no charges have been filed against me, uh, against him. So uh, that can't be just for him to file a lawsuit on a wrongful termination. He must be expecting charges to be filed or or what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I would think he's expecting charges to be filed. All the crap he pulled and the lies he told to the inspector general. Yeah, I would expect charges to be filed against Mr. Strokes. They better well be. Yeah. A lot Um, of other people, too. Absolutely, um, gosh. I will. Uh, this getting back to Manafort. It's I. I'm not going to ask you to predict a jury because I know it's impossible. It's just kind of hard for me. Um, I'm trying to stay hopeful, but 18 counts is a lot. And you know, we are a, a country where you know Americans want people who've committed crimes to pay a price for it. So I'm not knowing the evidence. You know, I'm hoping that there's a holdout that, that sends well, a message is, yeah, to Mueller. There is too. One of the big problems is that people hear an indictment read and they think, oh, my God, well, the indictment is no evidence of a crime whatsoever. And like I said, just like he made up the indictment against Arthur Anderson, even David Duncan, the Anderson partner who pled guilty and testified against the other people in Anderson, against the company itself, had Mm -hmm. to be allowed to withdraw his guilty plea because what they bludgeoned him into pleading guilty to wasn't a crime. So you can't you can't take Shimo anything by virtue of the guilty plea. If, if Andrew Weissman's involved, there's nothing you can rely on as being right or lawful or correct. I'm telling you, these guys are just out for blood. Uh, they don't care what they do to people. They have no standards, legal or moral or ethical whatsoever. Well, you know, it's in it, it, Jeff Sessions. Where are you? How did Jeff Sessions allow this Wiseman person to be involved here uh, is beyond me. Sydney Powell, thank you so much for being here. Everybody needs to get the book. It's out on paperback as well as creeps. Go to creepsonemission.com and get yourself a T-shirt. Sydney, thanks for being yeah, here. Order the book from SydneyPowell.com.
Yes. All right. Thanks so much for being here. All right. Now, uh, stay tuned. Thank you, hon. Stay tuned, Andrea K. Show listeners. We're going to take a break. We come back more with my buddy, Julio Rivera. We're going to talk about Cuomo and his comment. Uh, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear what Andrew Cuomo had to say? Well, we're going to talk to Julio about that when we come back. Stay tuned. Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. AM 1170, The Answer. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they've shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, (laughs) if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy as much, but I do enjoy the activities and there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. Can you believe there's just a few weeks left of summer? That means a new school year is just around the corner. And parents, some of you may still be on the fence about where to send your kids next year. So here's some great news that'll have you cheering. Select half-off tuition still remain for many private schools in your area. And we have some really amazing schools like South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Coastal Christian Academy, and many more. You still have time to tour the school of your choice and then purchase your entire first year's tuition at half price, saving thousands of dollars on a priceless private education. Visit am1170theanswer.com today. Don't miss out. Spaces are limited and tuitions are claimed on a first-come, first-served basis. Visit am1170theanswer.com today. That's am1170theanswer.com. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? 
That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION22 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION22 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION22 to 350350. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Mm-mm-mm, loving me some Aretha. Thanks for joining me tonight. Andrea K here, live from New York City. I'm actually downtown by Wall Street. It's such a cool city. It is. It's a shame that it's just covered with people like Andrew Cuomo. Um, joining me uh, for the rest of the show here is my buddy Julio Rivera. He uh, lives just outside the city. Hey, Julio, did you hear what Cuomo had to say about America? Oh, yeah, that we were never great and all this nonsense. When, when did the self-hating uh, begin? I mean, like, wh wh why are we such a bad country? I mean, compare us to the rest of the world and things like, you know, human rights, um, you know, as far as the way that we treat women, like, you know, in other countries, things are a lot different. I mean, you can go to the Middle East, all these other countries, they, these Democrats, these liberals love to sidle up to and look at the way that they treat people in those places. I mean, Christians are still under attack in the Middle East. You know, women don't have rights. Why are we so bad? I mean, why is it just because Donald Trump won the election that we're this horrible country now, according to the left? No, I actually think that the, the anti-American uh, play, that, that's the anti-American agenda, that narrative has been the play for a long time. That's why the left uh, took over intentionally uh, the game plan, the law, and, and they're playing a long game. They took over our education system and our media, and then instead of teaching uh, great American history and love of country and the great things about this country, no, we're not perfect, nobody is, um, but instead of teaching American exceptionalism and the great things that this country is done instead they've they they're teaching anti-american because you can't you can't uh convince the american people that we need to trash the u.s constitution trash the uh system on which this country was founded you you can't convince the american people that that our rights um come from man uh without con convincing the american people that it's broken why would we need to fix it? Why would we allow them to transform this country if we weren't made to believe that it needed that it was broken, that something was wrong with it? So that's what they've been trying to do for a long time. And it's just really um, uh, ramped up and, and escalated in the last eight years. And it's it's a lot of it's working in a way. There's when we have 57 percent of millennials, Julio, who say that they they view socialism as a better system than capitalism. The left has made a lot of progress on that game plan. Yeah, they most certainly have, and it's sad, you know, that these, these kids don't understand what they're signing up for and what they're giving away by going ahead and giving deference to these types of policies. I mean, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, it's like the Churchill comment, you know, like if you're not a liberal at 20, you don't have a heart. If you're not a conservative at 40, you don't have a brain. These kids are going to have to learn the hard way. 
You know, well, like the well, millennials and the kids that learned, you know, about health care and health care choice, giving that away by voting for Barack Obama. Now these kids that used to be able to get these cheap plans in their early 20s now are, are paying astronomical amounts, you know, because they've got to offset, you know, the cost of health care for older folks. So, I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous, but it's, it's ultimately really sad. And, and it's funny how they still gravitate towards the Democrats when there have been, I, I guess, probably the, the group of people or the voting bloc that have been the most adversely affected by their policies. Well, it's well, that's but they don't get it. And because the left always thinks um, that, well, the the reason why Obamacare, the premiums are so high, the reason why it's failed is that we didn't go far enough. We really need single payer health care. If you talk to a liberal uh, who uh, about socialism or Marxism or any version of ism, uh, they'll tell you, well, it's failed in Cuba because it just wasn't applied in in the correct way. It's it's so irrational. You can tell them that under the various forms of isms, a hundred million people have been slaughtered and murdered under the various regimes that have implemented some version of that and they will tell you that it's still just it, it, it was just done improperly by the wrong people i actually heard ed asner i don't you know um the guy who played lou grant on tv i heard him years ago on hannity saying saying the same thing that uh, that that's why these celebrities love cuba and they loved uh, hugo chavez and in, in venezuela because you know they're just ho- they they just don't think it's ever been done the right way and that if and that america can get it right and they actually want Marxism in this country. And the sad thing is, Julio, these kids might learn, but they're going to learn at our expense. I would love for, to take a piece of this country and have it be walled off. And anybody who wants Marxism can just go live there. But no, they want to, they want to impose it on us. That's the problem. Exactly. You know, it's one of those things like, you know, unfortunately, and the saddest part of it is like some of the most critical decisions that young people make are when they're young and they're ignorant and they don't understand these things. And that's the reason why, you know, a lot of people, you have all these students right now that have these worthless degrees because they went and studied all these idealistic, you know, liberal arts majors and, you know, they can't really monetize any of it, you know. And that's why the reason, that's the reason why they turn to the government as like the, the great equalizer. And, you know, I've always said this, I think that wealth redistribution at its core is immoral because I mean I don't have a right to anything that you've earned, Andrea. You don't have a right to anything that I've earned. It's one of those things, but these kids just don't get it. They get caught up in that hyperbole, that fair share, these greedy corporatists, and this and that. Like they, you know, they've got to take from the rich to you know give to the poor. It's almost like a Robin Hood mentality, which is basically thievery, if, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it is. You know, this this. Uh... Uh, actually, I think it was Condoleezza Rice who, at the 2012 Republican National Convention, uh, said that the the twin sisters are grievances and entitlement. Then that's the and that's what the left does with their identity politics. They divide Americans up into these little groups, tell them that they've been victimized, of course, victimized by the Republican Party, because we're the party that uh, believes in, in the foundation of this country. We stand with the founders. We believe in individual liberty and individual responsibility and that this country doesn't owe you anything but opportunity. Um, so, you know, they've been told that they've been victims and because they've been victims, they're owed something. And what they're owed is entitlements. And uh, that, so that's that's where we're at. And when you when you don't ever share it, it's like it's like if you were to you've got two daughters. It's like if you raise them to, you know, to um, just expect something constantly They're like spoiled children. 
Exactly. And they, and, that's really right. what they are. It's a sense of entitlement. You know, you're not owed anything in this country except your own individual freedoms and opportunities. You know, and, and as long as you have that, you God knows the sky's the limit. I don't know why they're so adverse to that and why they want the government to control everything. You know, especially now that we're moving into a, a, a new era as far as technology and like, are we going to let the government, you know, in on everything? You know, it's, it's only going to inhibit our ability to make money because we're a different economy now. We're a service-based economy. Not so much, you know, I mean, we, we're trying to bring some manufacturing back, but a lot of that has been hurt because of poor policies over the last couple of decades. Well, yeah, especially in California, we've completely driven manufacturing out of the state. You know, onerous taxation and regulation has just, you know, killed manufacturing, as well as as well as the trade imbalances that we've had, where, you know, where uh, American companies are, are bleeding out when they're trying to ship something overseas in the, in the global economy. And uh, but while, you know, other c- countries get to export into here without the same. And so Trump's trying to trying to, you know, correct all that. But another problem that we've got is the open borders. Because when you bring people into this country that don't have uh, the ability to speak the language, don't have the education or the skill levels to compete in the marketplace here, they have to become dependent on fellow taxpayers. And they're not coming from countries that are come from our systems. So they're natural voters for Democrats. And they have that has what's ended up turning California into a permanent Democrat voting block. And that's, you know, really a huge part of the problem. And, you know, then we're told that if we want to enforce immigration laws and, and secure our borders, and if we don't want to bring every um, person who wants to come here in, we're mean, hateful, awful people. Laura Ingram was right when she said that they're changing the demographics of this country, and not necessarily in a good way. If everybody who came here was merit-based and could contribute instead of being a consumer, and um, you know, came here to assimilate into this country, it wouldn't be a problem. But that's not what's exactly. happening here. And, and, on, and on the flip side of that, you have all the people that are leaving California that are making a little bit of money there because it's just gotten too expensive. They're going to go start going to red states and start voting blue. So yes. there's a possibility exists that they're going to start flipping some of the purple states or changing some states to purple and eventually to red. Well, we're seeing, we're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. I'm colorblind. Sorry about that. (laughs) Well, I'm concerned about Texas, you know, and isn't it, isn't it shocking though, that people will leave a state like California as a result of Democrat policies and then go vote Democrat? Yeah, it's scary. And then you, like in Texas, I think Cruz is getting out, um, out fundraised by his Democratic opponent right now. So there's a little, little scary things happening here and there, but. I mean, I, I look at it like this, right? Like, you know, the, the left has gone far left. And I think that's only going to work in the fringy areas. It's only going to work on the coast. It's going to, you know, like the Ocasio-Cortezes of the world, they're going to win their seats. We're going to keep having to deal with her for at least the next two years. You know, and, and but I think the middle of the country, I think, is really benefiting from the policies of President Donald Trump. And I think it's not going to be a pronounced blue wave. Um, the House is in some peril just because of all these retirements, I wish these retirements yeah. weren't happening. But, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But, I, I mean, I, I definitely think that the country is, is going back and kind of fixing itself back towards a center-right country. Um, but, again, because of the population imbalances, it's going to give us a, a hard time, you know, as far as winning seats on the coast. Yeah, and, you know, to to it, it's... 
uh, you know, this getting back to this anti-American thing, you know, it, it and it, it tying into immigration and Laura Ingram getting heat for what she said. It's like oh, we have been this is why it's so important to teach the truth about America and its exceptionalism. We are the country that found look at all the technology today that, that came out of America from electricity, the light bulb, the telephone, um, flight, right? The computer, the mm-hmm. TV. That came from the United States of America. It is not by accident that we became the greatest force for good in the world, the most prosperous country, the the for many years, the only superpower. And we have provided more humanitarian aid and more security and, and military aid to the rest of the world combined. And we are still sending how much money, like even to Mexico, how many millions of dollars a year are we sending down there to a country where, where the new president says that his citizens have a human right to come into this country illegally? Yeah, it's like they have no appreciation for what they're doing. You know, thank God that Trump won, because could you imagine how much worse it would have been if Hillary had won? You know, we're we're just starting to fix some of that stuff now, and it's a process, you know, and that's the one thing. I think we're going to be in a, a better America progressively as we go through the Trump presidency. My only fear, though, is if for whatever reason we do lose the lower chamber, there is going to be a strong push towards impeachment of this president. Uh, whether or not they have any sort of indictable or impeachable offense, that's going to be their um, that's going to be their agenda to try to move towards that. They'll never get. And I don't think that the Senate's going to flip. They're never going to get a conviction. But it would be really hard for Donald Trump, you know, to try to win an election under the cloud of having been impeached, whether or not he's actually convicted. Well, you know, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, the, you know, uh, the American people, he has not lost his support. I don't believe any poll out there that says that the, his, uh, his support has soured. Why would it sour? Why would anybody, when it, it's uh, it's that old saying, are you better off now than you were four years ago or two years ago? On what basis would anybody be soured on President Trump? who's done everything that he could to fulfill every campaign promise. And I don't think that the left going after him on no basis whatsoever uh, uh, is, is going to work in their favor, even, even if they do uh, try to impeach. I don't think, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Clinton was impeached. It didn't stop him any. In fact, by the time he left office, he had higher approval numbers uh, than before the impeachment. I think that uh, that actually took a, a lot of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, the chutzpah out of impeachment. Uh, so I'm not really that worried about it. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we come back. We're going to wrap up the New York City version of the Andrea K Show. Hula, are you going to stick around for the final few minutes? Yes, I am. I'm Thank you. to be here with you. Thank you, darling. Stay tuned. More Andrea K Show coming up. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net you don't know what you don't know your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. AM 1170, The Answer. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards the purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. KM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. I think that's probably Aretha's uh, most popular song, Respect. Um, speaking of respect, I got my buddy Julio Rivera with me here. We've only got a few minutes left, Julio. But uh, Maxine Waters, she says that Trump is just, he's going to be losing uh, any minority voters that he's got he, if he doesn't change his tone, baby. I don't think people care about their tone. I think ultimately people care about you know, the contents of their wallet. And, it, you know, things are just so much better now for minorities. I mean, we know it with the unemployment numbers. I think immigration enforcement ultimately helps people of color, um, you know, as far as in the job market in America. You know, we saw 94,000 uh, manufacturing jobs come back to this country off of a recent jobs report. Things are going good. I mean, people like, um, you know, uh, Maxine Waters are going to, you know, try to stir the pot with sensationalism. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is how this woman is still even a respected member of Congress. I mean, what she should be right now, she should be censured by her peers. You know, I mean, we remember what happened last year, you know, with Steve Scalise getting shot. And she's there 
truly, I mean, like, you, you yeah. can't really call yeah, she, it anything other than inciting. She wants right. people to harass Trump supporters, members of the cabinet, people that are Trump staffers. I mean, wh- what is this? Yeah, yeah, she's she's the last person in Congress who should be criticizing anybody's tone when she's literally calling for mobs to harass people on the street. And in terms of tone against minorities uh, and mobs, let's talk about how Candace Owens was treated on the street with Charlie Kirk by mm-hmm. by uh, by Democrats. How about and she's just one of many conservative uh, black people that uh, the way that they're treated is just absolutely abominable. And uh, I, I think well, I don't remember if it was this week or last week. And uh, when I played uh, the Kanye West, West interview with I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel and his voice was quivering and shaking as he recalled about how, you know, he was concerned about backlash, you know, a, a black person feeling concerned about backlash from Democrats simply because of a political opinion how when you hear that as as a minority to me you got to question why you would vote democrat exactly yeah it's almost like as if your vote is expected to go with them you're not allowed to have anything outside of the group think of the democrat party i think it's very condescending uh you know basically saying you know that that entire mentality like we know what's better for you and if you don't go along with it anything other Mm-hmm. And if you don't go along with it, we're going to we're going to put the hurt on you. We're going to inflict pain on you in some way, somehow that uh, and we see that playing out. That mindset is what's playing out right now with this Mueller investigation. You know, uh, the FBI and the DOJ and our government weaponized against people for political purposes. That's what the left is doing right now in this country. And it's all boiled down to this anti-American. They hate this country and what it was founded on. And they aim to turn it into their Marxist utopia. Julia Rivera, thank you for spending the hour with me. Thanks to Sydney. Powell, love you guys all so much. Andrea K. leaving New York City tomorrow. Have a great night, everybody. The Andrea K. Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.